0: Welcome to The Originals Podcast, a place where we can have conversations relevant to the young adults community. Well, welcome to The Originals Podcast. Caleb's here. We've got Matt with us again today. Yo. Yo, he's here. Second time. Second time. And um, with us today, I'm so excited about this. This guy is an absolute legend. Um, He's an inspiration to many. I know for us at Originals, it's actually an honor to have James here with us today. How are you doing, James?
1: Oh, so good. Thank you. But that's, uh, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> intro,
0: <isn't it? laughs> uh, so James um, influencing the world, and I know it's that lightly because um, he really is, through his business model, what he's doing with Outland Denim um, is an inspiration. And uh, you know, I know I think we're going to learn a lot of good stuff. We're going to have some fun, talk. So we do this thing every podcast. It's called Small Talk. And our small talk question is this, okay, you have one concert. You've got three artists, they can be dead or alive. Who are you going to choose to be at that concert? Do you know yours, Matt? Uh, clarifying question. Yes. Are they just solo artists or can it be- uh, It can be anything. I, I could say a band, it could be- cool. Um Yeah, I've got some ideas. Okay, hit us. Um, number one, I feel like it's a little cliche, but it has to be Kanye. Kanye, okay. Kanye, yeah, yeah, I feel like- if you're having a concert, you have to have Kanye. <laughs> purely just for the cool factor. Um, <laughs> cool factor. You <laughs> can just MC. He doesn't even have to okay. perform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, number one would be Kanye. And then thinking about the flow of the concert, we probably don't want it to be too jarring. You don't want to go from like hip hop Kanye to- Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Through genres. Yeah. Heavy metal. And mm. then, you know, like, so probably a good mid genre there would maybe be rage against the machine. I was going to say the same. I'd probably chuck them in the middle just to have that flow. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a hectic concert already. Yeah, um, I don't know who to end with. I don't know whether to go. Hmm, I don't know whether to go full heavy and like a like a Parkway or a. Oh, you're going hardcore, or or do I go something like a Muse? That's just a just an epic. Okay, finale, you know. Yeah. Maybe Muse. I'll go with Muse just because it's probably a little bit more Christian for the podcast. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're not very Christian, but no one's judging you at the moment. Yeah, cool. Doesn't matter really. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, yeah, I think I would love to see Rage just because Tom Morello yeah. ripping a solo, like just the energy, yeah, very political, whatever they do, but I feel like being at that kind of concert would just be out of this world. Totally. Like insane, the level, yeah. So I'd have to be Rage. I think I would like to um, probably have Kings of Leon when they first sort of kicked off. Early Kings, man, that did big things in my life i loved early kings leon so i'd probably say kings and leon and i would say the third one ending big oh, i just think seeing the beatles live would just be huge yeah so for sure i feel like that's something that in no one i don't know it's sort of cliche isn't it but anyway i'll stick with it <laughs> nah, james what do think, you think yeah, that's
1: pretty good selection um well, Slim Dusty, definitely. Oh, <laughs> Slim! <laughs> yes. How good would he be? Yes, <laughs> that but, would be epic. But I want him to sing with Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your artists uh, on stage at one the time. Thing is, neither of you guys are game to say Taylor. Were you, that's mate? right, no, no, no. But we all want to. We all want to hear it. We yeah, want to yeah, hear that's my um, Secret obsession. Get yeah. the people going. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, very man. secret anymore. And, and I wasn't. I wasn't thinking as you know bit along the Beatles line, but. When you mentioned it, I thought Beach Boys, 100%. Oh, Beach Boys. Yes. Those guys, I love them growing up.
0: True. Such yeah. good vibes. Yeah, and they yeah. they actually were pretty like game-changing in their day. Totally. I listened to a podcast about the other week. They were amazing. Anyway, oh. I'll, I'll get deep into it. I listened to another one about Dolly Parton as well. Which yeah. is oh, is she'd have to be up there too. She's.
1: I would nearly sub Slim out for Dolly. For Dolly. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes I love this that is so
0: good we want to hear your recommendation your answer to this question as well because I think there's going to be a lot of good answers so on our socials originals make sure you write in your answer here are our OG recommendations for this
1: week
0: mine today mine's going to be so I feel like lately they've been very practical but I've just hit a big pinnacle a moment in my life right I bought last week a camper trailer. Oh, yeah. So I love camping, right? Oh, and I've got now two kids setting up for three hours, four hours with my old tent and tarp set up, which was great, by the way, but <laughs> it's hardcore trying to keep kids sitting still. <laughs> and <laughs> while well, my wife can't-
1: well, <laughs> the pack up it is. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I bought a camper trailer and it is All awesome. And I'm not going to say everybody can go and buy a camper trailer, but go camping. That's my recommendation. Go camping. We can't travel overseas. You can't get many flights or anything at the moment. Just go camping. Go buy a tent. There we go. That's my recommendation.
1: Damn, that's a solid one.
0: Anyone else? I really didn't think about this. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything, James?
1: Man, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're choosing denim, like maybe Outland Denim. Oh, <laughs> now no. you're talking. Sneaky plug. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Actually, I think that's a great, that's a great recommendation. <laughs> yep, we'll chuck that in there. Yep, Outland Denim. You need to get a new pair of jeans, new jacket, whatever no, I always is. need a new pair of jeans, just saying. Uh, that's true. Outland we're going up there, by the way. Yeah.
1: Mate, I think I think it'd have to be if you're buying a barbecue, it's got to be a Weber. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a Weber. Um, I got it as an engagement present when I married my wife. Yeah. And uh, we've had it for 13 years, and that, that thing has lived on the beach in the in the salt air. <laughs> it's never been going. undercover until now. What? Um, and it just it just lights over. <laughs> you know. That's so good. It's a yes. part of the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that <laughs> That's is. the best.
0: All right, Matt, come on. Um. Oh man. Okay, I've got a really dumb one. Can I say a dumb one, mate? We're not judging you here. You can say whatever you like. Um, lately, the last few <laughs> few nights yeah. slash days, um, I have two kids. Uh, my oldest soul, he's heaps of fun, um, but lately he's been like sleeping in, oh. which is weird. Like if you know him, he's like the highest energy. Yeah. Like he eats nothing, he barely sleeps, walls. and just has goes a million miles an hour. So. Yeah. And lately, he's just been like crashing and I'm like just sleeping for hours on end. I don't know if it's healthy. Maybe Probably he's is. growing. Maybe he's going to. Yeah, his- he could be. Yeah. Um, but we were had the start. I was trying to get him up from a midday nap. Might have been on a Sunday. We might have been going to church or something. Mm. And um, he just wasn't waking up. So I went on YouTube and I found the most annoying noise ever. Turned a full ball and just stuck it in his ear. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. That's a great parenting so tip. So, there you go no, for all there's, a, there's a parenting hack. Wow. right there. Um, I'm waiting for the book s- <laughs> for the last maybe 3 or 4 days now. If he's been if he's struggling to get up, I just it's in my history wow. now. I just crank That's it a, up. Yeah, Most yeah. annoying <laughs> sound ever. <laughs> just it worked a charm just. So there's wow. a recommendation for you any parents out there that wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what. This trip has paid dividends. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, With the kids. Yeah. It's the not most as cool as go camping, but you know. Wow, well, maybe that should be the intro to today's podcast. It's the most annoying
1: sound. <laughs> <laughs> what is the sound?
0: Yeah, what, can, you, can you recreate it for us, Matt? Let me see. It's probably my history here. I feel like if your child's that asleep nothing else, you tried tickling him, you tried, oh, you were just you like, this anything. would be a great idea. <laughs> That's my best idea. <laughs> first and last idea. Oh, so just, just make it work. History, here we go. I'll just play it through my mic because it'll be fun. Where is it? Oh man, I'm a bit worried of what this is going to sound like. It's not that bad. Okay. It's pretty annoying. It's not like that crazy frog kind of thing or? Uh, Pretty close. That kind of vibe, yeah. I started, actually we started looking at, have everyone seen those like Mr. Chicken videos on YouTube? It's like they have like a rubber chicken, but they play it along to popular songs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were doing that a couple of weeks earlier, so it's probably where the idea came from. Okay. Oh, it's not even in my history. Well, my daughter was running around singing Disney classics this morning. It's her (laughs) favourite. It's let it go and all those things. Oh, yes. it's, it's non-stop. <laughs>
1: it's
0: just <been> <laughs> it's 30 seconds. He's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh my gosh! How long does that go for? It's a 12-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's oh, so good.
1: Alrighty, let's get into today's topic.
0: Alright, so James, we want to hear some of your life story, mate, yeah. about who you are, how you came to be who you are. I know a lot of people on the podcast may not know you. Um, yeah, give us a little bit, just a brief overview about, you know, who you are and how you came to be where you are.
1: Yeah, well, man, I, uh, gosh, where you start. That's right. I, <laughs> that's the challenge. What age would you like me to start? Yeah. <laughs> I was born. And yeah, I was born on the Gold yeah. Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, look, I, I've had an incredible life. I, um, i My parents were actually pastors, and Mm. um, so um, I think when my dad was about uh, 30, he he got this conviction that he wanted to go to Bible college, and he went to Bible college, and so we left living on Tambury Mountain, which is where I live now, Yeah, um, moved to Brisbane, and he he went to college, and we then moved out to central Queensland, a place called Longridge, and honestly, the best place ever. Um, I loved it. We spent, well, I spent the next 10 years of my life out there um, living in the country, and um, you know, just loving the the idea of being well, not the idea, but the ability to be able to just hop on a motorbike and ride out from the back door into six thousand acre, um, you know, commons. They called it the no council the council land. Oh. Yeah, rad. right around the creeks and the rivers, and and that was my life. You mm-hmm. know, Bill. having friends on stations and For going sure. out with yeah. the cattle and the sheep. So, I became, I guess, quite obsessed. Um, having already, you know loving the man from snow river and um, wanting wanting to be clancy of the overflow listening to slim dusty (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we so you know i lived out there and um i started racing motor motorbikes with the local motocross club yeah um you know got to a stage in my life actually where um i had to make a decision my parents had left and i was still living out there as an apprentice electrician and um you know, we were travelling every weekend for, to, to race motorbikes. Okay. And um, I, I really wanted to have a career um, riding motorbikes, mm. but but I just loved the bush and I loved being out in the country. Yeah, okay. And, you know, it really came down to one thing and, um, you know, I could picture myself the rest of my life being a, you know, a hunter, a pig hunter or a kangaroo shooter or something for like sure. that. For sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> or I had to make a decision to move, you know, closer to the racing circuit and be a racer. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be a hunter, um, but I just didn't think that I would ever get a girlfriend if I <laughs> wasn't a, was a hunter. So I chose the motorbike option yeah. and um, moved moved down here and um, started, you know, uh, following the race circuit. Okay. And, um, You know, kept working until I um, was graded as a pro and tried to make a living from it. Mm. Eventually, got burnt out on this yeah. this idea of racing and switched to freestyle motocross because. Wow. Freestyle, you didn't have to train anyone near as for hard. Sure. You got paid more because yep. you could just go to a show and people would pay for it. Um, and, and that really was quite a, quite a big change in, uh, I guess, direction for me. Never really loved freestyle motocross. So mm. I always loved racing, but found myself in this place um, where I was kind of in a limbo land, not knowing really what I wanted to do, yeah. um, feeling that my identity was actually... Um, a, a motorbike ride. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So if I yeah. didn't do that, I didn't know what I'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, one thing led to another until eventually I, um, I, um, well, I actually had a crash a few years earlier. Mm. And um, during that crash, I woke up in an ambulance. I'd been unconscious, and it was really frightening to me because it was the first For time sure. I probably really questioned the reality of God. You know, yeah. I've been raised with this whole concept that yeah, God is yeah. real, but to me, honestly, that was a yeah bit of a bit of a stretch for reality yeah Mm. um but when i lay in that ambulance i was just like man and i said god if if you're real show me and i'll serve you with my life yeah um but if i don't hear from you you know you must be a fairy tale Mm. and i didn't hear anything um but i was i guess shaken so much that over the next three years i continued just to ask god every now and again god if you're real show me for sure and eventually he did and um i guess that's where even this you know this history of riding motorbikes yeah, and yeah, yeah. came into play of you know becoming a part of my future yeah. of, of being able to feel like it had meaning and purpose and all these things i've been working towards maybe was even part of the plan Wow. So yeah, it's a it's a brief overview. <laughs> I love I love the country. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better. When I dream of getting away, it's in know an old Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah, come on. Um, you know, driving down a dirt road. Yeah. and I'm Heading west. Yeah. So, so wow, yeah, come I, on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: so good. And so you did that for a few years. Come through. Um, you got married when?
1: Ooh, long Sorry, time ago. I'll put you in a bad place yeah, I'm sometimes.
0: Wow, there you go, you're pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so 13 years ago. 13 years ago. Wow, and how many kids do you have now? Three kids. Three? Yeah. And three boys?
1: No, th- uh, two girls and one boy. Just got a boy. On, you know wow. Third time lucky.
0: Nice. So really all of our questions, we just need to be interrogating you about – Bringing up um, our kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. all the answers. Oh, man, I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man, if you saw my, uh, my three-year-old, you'd go, man, he needs some parenting uh, advice. But <laughs> I have got a little bit of that this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know that's good advice. All but. the keys.
0: <laughs> okay, so you come through, family, um, yeah. and then you finish up riding moto. And then when did you start Outland?
1: Well, I was Was a- that the
0: first sort of venture, like clothing, big sort of business venture you'd sort of really- Undertaking? Yeah, as far as yeah, yeah. something,
1: I mean, but it didn't start as a big venture. Okay. You know, it really For started sure. as something that was trying to meet a need that I was made aware of. I was at a um, freestyle motocross show mm. um, performing, and, you know, I, I it, was, it was a very bizarre experience. I was, I can't remember, maybe 28 at the time. Okay. And so, you know, that fear thing had really kicked in, and yeah. so I really struggled. Bombing. I was always scared. Mm. Uh, unfortunately the backflip had come into the into the scenario. And if you if you were out of show, you needed to flip. And yeah. to me that was really scary back Okay. Then. Yeah. Um so I was I was praying. I was just praying that I'd make through the day. And um wow. and as I as I <laughs> as I closed my eyes, I just got this picture of these three young Asian girls. And it just it broke me. And I, I started weeping and it was so strange, you know? <laughs> got on with the show and then later that day this organisation came up to me with this flyer and these three Asian girls were on the front of this wow. flyer as well so I knew I needed to take it seriously Okay, and they did yeah. and they're an organisation that specialised in rescuing and identifying um, underage girls in Asia that had been stolen and sold into the sex trade yeah. and they were there looking for supporters and ambassadors and asked if I wanted to come and see what they did Yeah, and I knew I needed to go so that That's was really the start of of I guess what we see today is Outland okay. Denim. It okay. was 10
0: years ago. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think, it's just the way our society works. I don't know if you think the same, Matt, but we're going to see Outland and we see the amazing company that it is and no one knows the journey that it's been on to get to the place it is. You know, we always think overnight success. Yeah, I've never heard of these. They're here. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're yeah. making all this change in the world. Um, has it been a pretty smooth process to – because I know you've, you know – You're building a business, which is awesome. (laughs) And then the other side, you're actually trying to be ethical, have value, like all these things that are driving the business. must have been pretty difficult to try and partner them together, try and make the decisions to build the business, to grow, to help more people. But you're trying to make the right decisions the whole time, right? Yeah. To get the business to grow. That must have been pretty difficult.
1: No, it was really easy. It's really? been a really smooth run. Um, you know, it hasn't been many challenges. Cool. <laughs> 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 <Anyway, laughs> man, it's, it's it's um it's been it's been so hard, you know? yeah. it's, um uh but it, it's it's another example I think of, you know, like just uh you know, the whole concept of this overnight success, you know, of the foundations that need to be set and how important foundations are. Hmm. Um, you know, the first few years we really stumbled through like knowing what to do. We were you know, we were responding out of pity to these people, these okay. poor people that yeah. were impacted in the most horrific ways. You know, yeah. Yeah. on that first trip into Asia, I, I, um, we actually landed in Thailand, and you know, I'll never forget driving a few hours north to a place called Pattaya. Um, and as the representative led me through a place called Walking Street, which I'm told is the sex capital of the world, or was at the time, okay. now. Um, just seeing and feeling how heavy the place was, but but really not that impactful that it, you'd change your life over it. Yeah. But he sort of led me out the end of this street, and we it got into a sort of a less populated area, and um, we came across this lineup of ladies, and one of them was a little girl, like, and I'm looking at her, and I said, like, man, what's the what's the go with this? This is she's a little girl, um, and he goes, yeah, she looks like she might be twelve or thirteen. And I said, she's scared. Like, she doesn't want to be there. And, you know, your, your reaction is, man, I'm going to kick this door down. I'm going sure. to grab this door. Yeah. I'm going to run. Her and, righteous anger. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. to kill these guys. For sure. Know? And this thing wells up in you. And just this most confronting moment, probably one of the most confronting moments of my life, if not the, for sure, seeing this um, intimidated little girl um, that was going to be abused. And he said, look, it could be her first night. She looks quite, quite fearful. And... Um, when I asked what we could do, he said, James, if you look around, you'll see that these, these girls are everywhere. And um, I couldn't believe it. You know, a few years earlier, I'd watched the Liam Neeson film, Taken, yeah. and although a fictional film, totally. you know, at so the end impactful. it had some, some script. Was, these yeah. things happen around the world. So I, was, I had become somewhat educated since mm. in learning about how big this problem was, but to see it with my own eyes made it real. And mm. it was an instant decision that I want to be a part of, changing this for her that little girl the next one you know yeah um and so really um that that foundation was set in this conviction in my heart that i just i knew that i had to do something i knew that i was called to it yeah doing something and when i say i was called to doing something uh, you know i really base that off of just the bible Mm -hmm. saying you know being really clear in the in the calling of my of our lives as those who believe jesus to be god yeah yeah of a responsibility we have here on this planet to look after the widows and the poor, and yeah. um, this 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 little girl was one of those those oh. poor people vulnerable to being sold to be abused by men um, over and over, and I just couldn't get my head around it. So I knew I wanted to be a part of it, and that's where we started. And we from that trip, even on that trip, um, I committed to an NGO saying that let's employ some of these girls. Mm. I came home and started building. Another business, a metal fabrication business, which okay. still runs today, a very small scale, but I used that to fund it. We'd cook and flip sausages at the local supermarket. <laughs> you know, some of the old ladies from yeah. my community would um, make cakes and we'd sell them at events and we'd do whatever we could do to make enough money to pay wages to keep these yeah. uh, young ladies going. Yeah. And, and that's what it looked like for the beginning. Yeah. Then we learned to make jeans. I mean, mm. It was always going to be jeans. I, I, I didn't want to – I mean, I came – from the Gold Coast, I um, uh, every second person I knew had a T-shirt brand. Yeah, I didn't totally. want another one. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was committed to it being something that Take resembled, some. I guess, my passion to, for sure. and my my desire to be a cowboy. And um, yeah. so we we started producing these jeans. And man, that it, the first pair of jeans we ever produced were they were they were, they were shocking. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, Do you still um, have them? I don't. I wish I oh, did. no! Oh, man, they were, they were hectic. They yeah. were yeah, like jeggings and. Um, <laughs> look we we just we just continued to go i guess with this belief that business was the answer yeah um and if we could create products that people bought because they wanted the products and then the by-product of a gene was that people's lives were changed um then what could happen imagine if all our products were made that Mm. way you know then you know there is no limit as to what could happen and so um i guess we we fumbled through for about six years um of what we call the development stages okay. of our business okay. where we were employing people um we were measuring the impact and mm. and i guess solidifying this concept of a business model that would have genuine lasting impact on mm. those that we employed yeah and you know we were able to measure some incredible things in that time yeah cool. we we're able to see you know if uh, a few years into it you know one of the ladies uh, who still works with us today who's mm. now nearly 30 and um, has a, a child of her own. Hmm. Uh, she was able to buy, build a builder home, pay for a home to be built for her family. That so her siblings, her parents. For sure, they lived under a plastic sheet. You yeah. Know. Um, she was also able to buy her sister back from a man that owned her. You know, like I mean, yeah. we could we could write a movie script on that's on right any one of these ladies' stories, <laughs> wow. um, and that's there every day, and that's happening. Across the world, forty million slaves yeah. today, yeah. and that's a very conservative estimation. That's you know, right. one in one hundred and thirty girls on this planet are slaves. I mean, you'd have more than one hundred and thirty women in your church. That's right. So, um, you know, how many slaves would there be in comparison to just your congregation? <laughs>
0: it's the kind of thing, hey. And I know we, we had the guys on from A twenty one the other week, and we're having through some of those conversations, and we're talking to um, the Reach Director of Australia, and she was saying, you know. Um, like anything the hardest thing is the awareness side mm. because just so many of us just aren't aware yeah. really the actual like we know it may be happening but it's in that place where our brain where we go it's happening but I can't see it I can't feel it yeah. it's not affecting it's too me too easy to stay in your little bubble and then, that's right I'm in my comfortable yeah. space you know but the funny thing is that well, a great thing about awareness is is that once you come in contact with it or you become aware really and those numbers should be confronting, right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. we're not, I don't think it's ever a place of guilt. I don't think, but I do know that sometimes just the awareness, we just need to get people hearing about it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's one of the, I think you could probably say one of the greatest things about having a business that's successful, which I know is the main driving part behind your business, yeah. but the side that, uh, what goes with having a business that's doing really well and creating incredible product is, yeah. The awareness, the amount of awareness that it's drawing to people, just to know, is just amazing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's um, one of the most powerful parts of this business model, and mm. many other businesses that operate for these reasons as well. Wow! Is that you know, it's the educating um, mm. the general yeah. consumer as to the the amount of power they do hold. <coughs> um, it's a it's a it's a um, a pretty exciting. Uh, time in history, in my opinion, for to sure, be in business. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be a business that's going to solve one of the needs that the world has right now, mm-hmm. um, then people will support you. Yeah. Um, we're we're experiencing that. It's only in the last four years since we launched our brand that we've seen this massive, massive acceleration of support for not just us but brands like us. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah. And, and I think that comes down to, or oh, many things, but world events. The world is getting crazier. All the mm. time, you know, and there's been crazier times in history, for sure. <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but we've, we've, I guess, been living in a really peaceful yeah. time. Yes. At, at, well, yes. if, you're, if you're living in Australia. That's true, yeah. for sure. Uh, but now it's we're getting unsettled, you know, and mm. COVID is another another example of, you know, unsettling what, what the norm has been. And so I think we're all starting to think about, well, man, you know, what's my part to play and how do I become a part of either the solution? Because if I'm not a part of the solution, then – Maybe I'm a part of the problem. Totally. Um, and, you know, our business is here to make it easy for people to be a part of a solution.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I just find I get so inspired, hey? Like one of the reasons why James was inspired to have you on today is the idea that, um, you know, I love that Outland Denim is still based in the Tambourine Mountain, you know, and, yeah, everyday community, loving the people you're around, yeah. but you're impacting the world. I think, um, and I don't know if it's Australian culture, maybe it is, if we just push ourselves down too much or whatever it is that we think that those things are beyond us or, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I would love for people to be inspired to know that you can make a difference even from Tambourine Mountain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean even from Tambourine Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Robert, that's, true. Therab- that's true, that's therab- <laughs> true. And I love Tambourine Mountain, by the way. <laughs> um, grew up real oh, close yeah. to it. But Probably the one place on the coast we can actually grow coffee, right? Well, that's the yeah, chosen yeah, that's, way that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I want to listen, what I mean by that is that I'd love to inspire people to know that they can make a difference. They don't have to be in those cultural centers around the world with the millions of Instagram followers and all these things to make a difference in the world we live in. Totally. And I was going to ask that too. I know you touched on it a little bit, like, um, and we've been on a couple of like missions trips and things, and we've gone around and. Sometimes you do encounter these things, and I actually feel so powerless sometimes. You know, it's like, how do you even get to the place where you're like, how, what, what do I do to mm. even start making a change? Like, even before you said, you know, you, you, you got impacted. What was the journey from that to the idea of starting your business? Like, was that just an instant, this is what I'm going to do, or did you, did you try and, you know, like, just throw money at people? Like, what's yeah. the, yeah i think your natural
1: reaction is to throw money it still is you know yeah. you hear of a need mm. and you go oh i can meet that because that's mm. 500 bucks or a thousand bucks you know yeah and that would change so much and sometimes that is the right thing to do but mm. i don't think it's a good long-term solution i don't sure. think charity and aid and the model that we've built there has been is been the ideal i think that's right um, you know we're dealing with lots of ladies that um, believe themselves they've lost their dignity based on some of the yeah. things they've experienced but now all of a sudden they've got this job, they've become a really high skilled seamstress yes. making a premium product, yeah. that's providing for their families, that's creating this much brighter future for their children, being able to educate them, have health care, wow. you know, all these things. And so one of the byproducts of that is that they feel like they've got their dignity back. Mm, yeah. You know. That's way more powerful than us ever just handing it out. You know, totally. and so our our model is based on that. Um, you know, the the step from, you know, seeing this need to starting a denim brand was i love denim you know mm. i didn't realize that we were working in walking into one of the most competitive spaces in fashion wow. it's like one of the hardest products to make in fashion okay yeah right and also the worst product for environmental degradation yes that's yeah, right you know, um i had no idea and um you know but i think that's that's the cool thing is that i was listening to these convictions mm. um, i had a genuine love and desire for um the product and um it's the perfect product to change the world with. You know, if I oh, if yeah. I could choose now, what product would I choose? It would be denim. Still again. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, awesome. it, it, is, it is the most unique thing in your wardrobe. Yeah. You know, you think about a pair of jeans, that pair of jeans that you love. Mm. You don't want to throw them away when you they're don't. worn out. Yeah. It's kind of like even like music. They It can... They can take you to a, a place, a memory, a time. I believe you know? it, yeah. Um, it's like they absorb history. You know, like it's, <laughs> Totally. They're, they're, honestly, they're, yeah. the, they're the greatest product. Yeah. Awesome. You can see the history on them. You can. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like I I just, I look at all those things and it wasn't because of great strategy. It wasn't because of anything other than persistence in trying to solve a, a problem that was made so clear to me. Hmm. Um, and me knowing, um, and it wasn't by, look, I, I, talked about that miraculous moment of closing my eyes and just seeing this picture again yeah, later yeah. that day. Okay. That, was a, that was a big moment, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But I could easily go and come back and go, yeah, I mean, that was crazy. Yeah, um, brush it off. My conviction to keep going isn't because I've got lightning bolts coming from the sky and God putting these neo, neon lights <laughs> in the sky. It's because, you know, I believe the Bible to be true. Yeah. The Bible is super clear, 100% clear yeah. it? is my responsibility. It just is mine. Mm. Um, I am somebody with the resource to meet that need. And and that's a way I can love people. Yeah. And I have a genuine desire for them to feel loved, for them to feel for sure heard and yeah. not forgotten. And, yeah. you know, because I've experienced and I've seen the pain that, that exists there, it exists in every country. Australia has lots of issues that need to be solved. And it's, so I'm not saying to people that you need to be in a developing nation. Okay. I'm saying that, that we have a responsibility to meet the need mm, yeah. and there's many of them and this is the one that I want to meet. I believe yeah. we can end poverty. Yeah. Um, if we end poverty, we take away vulnerability or the, the greatest cause of vulnerability. Uh, it's when people are vulnerable, they are able to be trafficked and sold that's and right. become slaves. It's 40 million slaves, like I told you, You know, like that's a, that's a big number, but mm. actually it's the smallest number per capita ever before. Wow. So, so yeah. we can beat this you know yeah, and yeah, when yeah. i think about speaking to Come on. to um you know like uh congregations you know the the church community those that that have this faith in a in a creator that created them to be created in his image mm. that means that we have this this deep um we would have this deep love yeah. for his creation so even the planet yeah even the planet yeah you know, love it um and go awesome. there yeah yeah what if we can create? Um, so I, I would say to any, you know, young entrepreneur, yeah, old entrepreneur, anybody, <laughs> not even entrepreneur, anyone, anyone. <laughs> that, that we, we have a really cool opportunity yeah. right now to to mark history as mm. the time when things changed. And, and I would love to see that the Christian community just rally together. You know, I don't even think you need to sacrifice. I think we get scared of, oh man, but my life is so comfortable. Yeah. You know, I'm so scared that, you know, if I get called into this, then I'm going to, you know, you're called into it, man. You are called. You're already it. <laughs> yeah. and, and so now, like, let's create ways where you can enjoy this fun, totally. a- adventurous, and even comfortable, prosperous lifestyle mm. at the same time as creating a comp- the same opportunity wow, man. for those people within the supply chains of everything we consume. Yeah. Awesome. But you're going to need to change your spending habits. Yes. And, Maybe instead of spending it on one product, you might have to find a different one to spend it on. Um, That's how you're going to change the world.
0: Great. I was going to touch on this, right? Because don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Um, I am currently wearing a pair of jeans that I bought for $12 from Kmart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And I now feel terrible about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is excellent, like uh, Yeah, um, but um, what I've been loving lately, especially even just looking from that consumerism, as a consumer living in like, where I live, suburbia, Gold Coast, mm. my world is consuming. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I come home, Netflix goes on TV, you could have your Uber Eats delivered to you. Like, yeah. you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Okay. But what I am actually loving is now we're seeing options and, and ways that we can still, like you're saying, live live where you live, but still have the opportunity or the the means to to put into something that has That's right. more of an ethical or sustainable. Like I was telling you the other day, like I've started buying grass-fed beef at, at Woolies instead of just a normal one because I 100% believe that that's gonna have a better environmental impact. Mm. Yeah, it costs a bit more, but it makes me feel so much better (laughs) (laughs) buying. You know what I mean? Because I feel like even though I'm still, haven't really changed much of my, Mm. how I live, I'm still going to Woolies down the road to buy a steak for dinner. And I don't have a Weber to cook it on, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there. Yeah, Yeah, Christmas is coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But all of a sudden I can feel like I'm doing something little. Yeah. that does have some sort of impact. I don't know if that's, if that's bad still. Like I feel like, yeah, I've done it because I bought more expensive steak over the weekend, but you know. um, Yeah, I think in anything, hey, that idea of compromise, um, you know, we're always having to battle those things in all of our lives, right? Like it's those little little decisions. For sure. Consistently over time, create change, right? Uh, You know. They do. And I love the thought that, um, you know, all of us do consume. We see uni students talk to us. who say they've got no money, but they go to the movies every weekend, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> totally. they have no money for food, but they're eating Maccas and getting large meals and stuff yeah, yeah. every. And they're yeah, having yeah. coffees every. Like we see it all the time. Yeah. Everybody, we're all consumers. Yeah, all of us. All sure. of us are consumers. But I love the thought in that space. And we're seeing it everywhere. You know, you have seen like right now, Matt, you're wearing a Patagonia hat, you know. Yeah. And we know what Patagonia stands for and that kind of thing with their business and Yvon Schneider. And I love that we're seeing guys like Outland Denim and people who are actually doing something good, but are coming to the forefront where us consumers, where a lot of people who don't normally think about their choices are now going, oh, well, maybe that's cool. Yeah. Which I think is a, that's a big part of the business model, right? It has yeah. to be something Absolutely. that people want to wear. Absolutely. For but sure. in that way, we're tying that together where it's actually helping people. It's changing the environment. We're consuming better. Yes, it might have a little bit more you've got to put in value-wise impact, but it's because what you're getting out of it. Yeah. You know, as much as, Matt, I'm going to rip you, but Kmart jeans are cheap, <laughs> but they're not going to last nowhere near the length, the time oh, and everything that sure. out, outland denim jeans are going to last for.
1: Mate, it's... Uh, I'm
0: humble enough to admit it.
1: Yeah. Well, look, it's, uh, I, I mean, I, I take my hat off to you for even saying it, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's funny. if People come into the room with me now, before I know what they're wearing, they apologise. Hey, man, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I'm, but I'm wearing this or that. You know? It's like, it's okay. You, like can you, you, can you can wear whatever you want. You want. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know the, that is a that is a great point. You know, it's not to rip on Kmart or anybody for else. For sure. But yeah. But, um, our product that's created and sold at retail for twelve dollars, um, I can guarantee you. Yeah. that That um, you own some slaves now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's it's good. Not, and People it, need to hear that. It's totally. not to try and make you feel bad, Matt. Yeah. But, um, no, is, but it, I think it's you the should. reality, man. Yeah. Um, and um, that's good. So not everybody can afford a two hundred dollars pair of jeans. Or yeah. Could they? That's right. You know. When you think about it, you know, I get this one a lot. Um, You know, the reality of having the kind of impact Outland Denim has is that uh, it costs. uh, Actually, our margins are much smaller than your average retail brand Mm. um, based on the fact that you're actually buying an education, an opportunity for someone that wouldn't get it earlier. People need to hear this, don't they? We need
0: to hear this. And young people need to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all. uh, I I feel like it's now really firing me up because I feel like all (laughs) of them say they've got nothing. But really. We do, like, yeah.
1: oh, man. We do, um, and, and you know what, what's cool is I actually think it's a, it's a slight shift in priority. So we have been, um, I guess, educated through, a, as a consumer, that mm. we should have 10 pairs of jeans if we're going to talk about jeans. Mm. We should have 10 or 5, you know, um, but do we actually need that? You know, you know, it's becoming really uncool to be seen in, in a new photo, in a new clothing uh, set mm. now, you know it used to be called uh, really uncool to be seen in the same thing twice when yeah. you're when you're a socialite and you're in the paper or whatever. Yeah. I imagine you guys for would sure. Be, you know, <laughs> um, so uh. <laughs> but but now it's like nearly frowned upon. It's actually nearly uncool. It's like yeah, you know the Steve Jobs of the world. Not that I put him as a fashion icon, but but in the same thing all the time. It's real. It's really cool. It's you cool. Know? But that means you can buy a two hundred dollar pair of jeans because you're only buying one or two. Totally. Um and. That's, I think, the future. I think it's it's really exciting. And then we get used to the fact that things cost this much and we're buying better quality products. And, I mean, there's a, there's a flow and effect into so many realms there, whether it be environmental or social. Um, but you know what I think the key is to ending uh, poverty? And I think it's consumerism. Yeah, I yeah. think it's it's the way we buy. I don't think slow fashion is the answer. Um, you know, I think that's the devil. I think that yeah. is like a ploy to unemployment for many. Yeah. And actually – we talk about solving environmental issues, you know, slavery is directly connected to environmental. issues. Yeah, yeah. So um, we need to address the environmental and the social issues together. And, and right. as a, as a Christian community, man, yeah. we often forget the environment side. And yeah, actually, sure. as soon as we hear about that, we go, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. We mm. go, I oh, don't talk to me about it. You know, like you're, I, I, you're, you're a, a tree hugging hippie. You're a greenie or whatever. You <laughs> we we kind of think that. Yeah. But it's, it's if it's God's creation, yeah. Then in, totally. in demonstrating that love and respect for God, like wouldn't we mm. respect that? You know, That's it wasn't right. until I saw the direct impact of environmental degradation through industry on mm. the people that I was there to help that I went, Oh, this is really important. Yeah. And we need to address this. It comes
0: under stewardship, doesn't it? it the does. idea of that, you know. Yeah. I love the thought that um, all of us can make a difference. Yeah. I think hearing this conversation today makes you know that we can make small choices that can actually make dramatic difference and impact. You know, we were James. We were talking before. You know, before and we're saying you know, um, the the need can look so large. You know, and you, you go there and we've been to India before, and I've been to you know, cities where there's 26 million people in one city, and um, it's it's huge. And sometimes you do. You get those thoughts that run through your head, and everybody has when they've gone into those environments. That what can I do? Yeah. What can I do to change this? Mm-hmm. You know. And I loved hearing what you said before. You know that no, we you are making a difference. You're making an impact, even if it's a small decision of buying a new pair of jeans or giving that little bit extra to some something in you know NGO, whatever it is. But what that's doing is that's impacting maybe one person, which is impacting another, which is suddenly you start seeing change. And if all of us Make that decision that's where the power is
1: man but not even that many people need to make it like you know we we measure pretty much everything now. Yeah. and yeah. just through the month of September we did 20 hours of educational um, classes yeah and 88% of our staff shared that yeah that went out to the next level which is as far as we measured mm. to reaching that education reached a thousand people and that was just through 90 staff um, wow. So so think about this. We're a really tiny, small brand. Think about if industry changed. Yeah. So really what you're trying to change here by buying, let's say it's an Outland Adam product, mm. you're not just going, oh, I'm going to support that worker. What you're doing is you're saying to an industry, you're saying to the fashion industry, I'm no longer prepared to buy Kmart jeans because mm. I'm no longer to be prepared to be a part of the problem. Um, so then Kmart, well, Kmart, yeah, i <laughs> Cheap yeah. brands yes. don't yeah. have a future, in my opinion. Yes, um, the business model has been built on taking resources from the poor yeah. and then calling it profit in a in a in a rich country come like on. Australia or America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that cannot happen. Yeah. that is just yeah. wrong. And in fact, it should be a jailable offense. Yeah. it's theft. Yeah, it's come and, and on. I know I'm being come like, on. Oh, Yeah, it's, it's great. But, Do it, but man, it's the only way we change anything. And so, you know, we now um, when when you buy this product from Outland mm. or someone else that's mm. that's achieving. Um, good social and environmental outcomes an industry is challenged and when the industry is challenged if we can prove this model to be profitable we've just taken on nearly a thousand new investors through through an equity crowdfunding campaign earlier in the year the reason we did that was we want the wealth to be spread out across Mm. as many people as we can and in fact I want my investors to earn more money out of our business than any other investment they've ever made because that changes an industry you change an industry you could end poverty and the fashion industry yeah. i believe is going to be the one that leads the way yeah um and Great. it's going to come down to you know guys like you matt going okay it's <laughs> from twelve dollars to two hundred yep. but yep. here i am you know yeah come um, on and and then you'll open up your jeans and you'll read on a pocket inside and it'll be a note from somebody whose life you changed awesome mm. we can stockpile jeans until we run out of money but unless you buy them we don't change anyone's life. So who's the, actually the one changing their lives? It's yeah, not us. It's the consumers. It's the consumer.
0: Yeah, Oh, mate. I've got the power. You've got. The you power, do. Yeah. You really do. You know what? You have the power, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so inspired by that. And James, like, I'd love. We. I think we could talk for hours. I'd love to get you on again and hit you about some other things. But, um, man, what's some wisdom? Like, what's maybe a couple of like little practical points for? some people listen to this that want to make a difference and maybe they want to start a brand. Maybe they want to start a, um, a business. Maybe they want to, you know, do something like what, a, what's something that you've learned over the many years of business and being successful yeah. now, like yeah. um, that maybe what some of us could apply to our lives and think um, like you've got.
1: I, mean, I reckon there's one thing that it's always at the front for me and it's, um, you know, um, failure is your friend. Yeah. You know? Um, unless you fail, you can't succeed. Yeah. I've spent so many years failing and I'm still doing it on a daily, you know, uh, honestly, you know, it's perceived success. Okay. You know, um, it's, there's always somewhere else you want to get to, you know, you get to a level and you think I've made it. You haven't made it. You yeah. Know? It's about refining yourself. And, you know, something could never be taken from me is that I've had the opportunity to learn so many things through those failures. Um, businesses can fail. Mm. Relationships can fail. Mm. Um, but, but I still have those experiences. And now it's my choice to either let them make me better and stronger and more effective or weaker and let them rob me. And yeah, so awesome. it's about, um, I guess, knowing knowing that you were made, knowing that you were created yeah. to be somebody exceptional. And when I say exceptional, I don't mean that you're going to be the best in the world at X. Yeah, I mean that you were made to be exceptional, just you, like mm. perfect, you know, mm. um, full of, challenges you know like your life's going to consistently throw curveballs yeah, at you right. but it's like every time you go through you get a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and it's that i think and if we can we can grasp the idea that failure is going to make me stronger um we will become strong mm. um and and we won't see it as this big negative thing that just holds us back for so long you yeah know? like yeah and it's 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 like this lie that that we all seem to somehow believe like oh man i failed i suck it's like oh failed have another go yeah that's
0: right yeah you need to change your thought process around that don't you yeah Yeah. we need to train ourselves around that well man i'm so inspired i me me too yeah yeah. seriously i think we could talk for hours (laughs) 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 um so if you want to find out some more information about james um james what's your instagram handle
1: oh uh for James Bartle is my name. Oh, yep. no, I, think it's, I think it's Bartle.James, yeah.
0: Bartle.James so, is yeah. James' Instagram handle. And then for Outland? Outland Denim. At Outland Denim. Um, and um, anybody who is listening lo- uh, locally on the Gold Coast, they do have um, an outlet up in Tambury Mountain.
1: That's our HQ. We HQ. We stock there. People yep. drop in all the time and, uh, yeah, there's a change room in front of all our office desks. So you yep. can come out and parade for everybody there, you know. It's <laughs> come like, on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to come up. <laughs> yeah, good. We'll, we'll come up. We we'll go.
0: Get yeah. rid of Matt's jeans and yeah, get rid of jeans. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have a little burning
1: ceremony. <laughs> yeah. I don't right. know if you want that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some wild smells. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Keep everyone away from yeah, out uh, Yeah, we don't want that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, let's support these guys. I think, um, yeah, James, we're, we're so honoured that you came and spoke to us and gave us some of your time and, yeah, man, love you, brother. You're oh, an absolute legend. Thank, yeah.
1: you, thank you so much for having me. It's been yeah. great great chatting. Yeah, we could, we could chat for hours. <laughs> so many topics we could go to.
0: Entirely. Awesome. Well, have a great every week, everybody. We we'll love you. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about our community, check us out on Instagram at HWY Originals. We'll see you next week.